Welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad you could make it out. This is Ghost Town. Once again on a Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. That's right, who are you uh, rooting for today? I'm rooting for chips and dips. And I don't care who wins because I think together they make one great team. And helping me in my New Year's resolution of gaining 20 pounds, 20 more. I only gained 15 in 2016, so here we go. I can do better. What's your New Year's res? Are you following up on it? You can do this. Very special guest today in Ghost Town. One of my personal favorites and just heroes, poetically, musically, stylistically. His impact on uh, society, rock music, history, all very precious to me. He uh, was born in Cambridge, Cambridge in England. Born Roger Keith Barrett, but better known as Sid Barrett. In 1965, he replaced guitarist Bob Close in a band at the time called The T-Set. And he changed it to the Pink Floyd sound and later the Pink Floyd. You might be familiar at this point. Uh, the band began playing cover versions of American R&B songs. But by 1966, they had carved out their own style of improv. <laughs> I can't do this today. Of improvised rock and roll. And uh, this drew from uh, an influence of improvised jazz, for sure. You'll hear it in the music coming up here. Um, in 66, in London, a new rock concert venue opened up called the UFO, but spelled UFO. This opened in London and uh, became very popular for British psychedelic music. Pink Floyd quickly became the house band. And uh, also, with appearances at the rival Roundhouse venue, the band became the most popular musical group of the London underground psychedelic music scene. And I have to say, the music of... Uh, Sid Barrett has influenced the likes of Paul McCartney, Pete Townsend, Blur, Kevin Ayers, Gong, Mark Bolin, David Bowie, Jimmy Page, Brian Eno, The Damned, XTC, Robin Hitchcock. The list goes on. He started off with this band and went, uh, this is kind of a tragic tale, folks, but beautiful nonetheless. We'll get into the, the rise and fall of quite possibly Ziggy Stardust, but technically his name is Sid Barrett. Here's a single from 1967. You're right in Ghost Town.
Waters since their school days together in Cambridge drifted down to London to study painting. His name was Sid Barrett. He joined Sigma Six, renamed the band the Pink Floyd Sound and promptly became its frontman. Sid sort of lived like he walked. He walked with a bounce. He came up on, it, on his toes. So every step he took was like a pop. You know, he had a lot of sort of tigger in him. He was, as everyone says, bubbly, very attractive. Everyone wanted to be his friend. Barrett was a highly original writer and musician. His songs had a quirky British pastoral edge, and his guitar playing led the band into extended sonic explorations. He would do things on the guitar that no one would ever dream of doing which influenced me, so that made me do things on the keyboards that I wouldn't, you know, people hadn't done before. Technically, no, not so brilliant, but, but for me, the, the technique is not important. It's the, the originality, and he was one of the originals. This is a very curious thing, though, it's, uh People can go into music business with actually relatively little technical ability, but an absolute determination to show off at all costs. You know, if you can actually play, it's very hard not to copy other things that you hear. You know, uh, but we couldn't copy anything because we couldn't.
right for a while. Please, you know I'm feeling frail. Pasquo, it's Sid Barrett and the Pink Floyd. Emily tries but misunderstands. She's often inclined to borrow somebody's dreams till tomorrow.
See Emily play. That's the 1967 single from Sid Barrett and Pink Floyd. Also in there, you heard Candy in a Current Bun, the B-side to Arnold Lane, the single that started it all in 67 for Pink Floyd. Continuing on, here's another single from 67 as well, right after a note from the band themselves. Sid Barrett writing Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. This is Radio Free Nashville. We didn't start out trying to get anything new, you know, we just... It, it entirely happened. We originally started virtually as a, an R&B group. Yeah. Sometimes we just sort of let loose a bit and started hitting the guitar a bit harder and not worrying quite so much about the chords. It stopped being sort of third-rate academic rock, you know. It started being sort of intuitive groove, really. It's free form. In sort of terms of construction, it's almost like jazz where you start off with a riff and then you improvise on this, except... Well, it's the difference from jazz is that when you, if you're improvising on a jazz number, it's a 16-bar number, you stick to 16-bar choruses, you take 16-bar solos. Whereas with us, it starts and we may play three choruses of something that lasts for 17 and a half bars each chorus. And then it'll all start happening. And yeah. it'll stop happening when it stops happening, and it may be 423 bars later. Or four. And it's not like jazz music because some. Um, we don't want to be pop stars, we don't want to be jazz yeah, music. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, we play for people to dance to. They don't seem to dance much now. But well, that's the initial idea. So we play loudly and we're playing with electric guitars. So, uh, I mean, we're, we're utilizing all the volume and all the effects you can get. Got a flip top pack of cigarettes in the pocket, feeling good at the top, shopping at shop sheets, walking in the sunshine town, feeling very cool. With the butchers and the bakers and the supermarket stores, getting everything she wants from the supermarket store. She trips up sweetly to meet the people She's on time again And then I catch her by the eye Then I stop and have to think What a funny thing to do Cause I'm feeling very big
something like lights while you're playing uh, as a direct stimulus to what you're playing it's rather like audience reaction except it's some sort of on a higher level you know you can respond to it and then the lights will respond back there are various hard. sorts of lights there's simply flashing spotlights that are worked off a sort of control board rather like a piano so that they can be used very rhythmically oh. and then there are a sort of effect lights that are um, usually colored slides or wet slides which are lights with some sort of liquids on them so that you get some movement or they might be actual movies such in which case um, as they have their own set speed and, se and sequence that, that can't be altered by the operators if this changes this uh, formation to some extent because we tend immediately to play to that mm. <coughs> Thank you. 
Interstellar Overdrive. The Pink Floyd featuring Sid Barrett on lead guitar. And that's off the first full-length album from the band, released in 1967, The Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Uh, actually, this was recorded between February and July of 1967 in Studio 3 at Abbey Road Studios. And at the very same time, the Beatles were recording Lovely Rita for Sgt. Pepper in Studio 2. How about that? That's right. And of uh, the 11 songs on Piper, Barrett wrote eight and co-wrote another two. There you go. He's all over the place. Uh, in there, you also heard a couple singles, non-album singles from 67. Vegetable Man, Proto-Punk at its finest. Who knew? Who knew what was to come? All the influence. Just a flash in the pan, this guy, but man, the impact. Uh, at the top was uh, Apples and Oranges, also from 67. And we're going to keep going off of Piper from the Gates of Dawn. Sorry, Piper at the Gates of Dawn. It's from this album. Here's Lucifer Sam. You're right in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. <laughs> Yeah. 
Well, if we get very excited, and we get very excited when we're playing very well, then the audience gets very excited as well, you know. Do they dance? They may dance. It depends upon the sort of number and what's happening. Yeah, and anyway, you, you hardly ever get the sort of dancing right from the beginning that you yeah. get just as a response to the rhythm. Usually people stand there, and if they sort of work into some sort of hysteria while they're there, Yes, they the dancing takes the, the form of a front. frenzy, which is very good. They don't all stand in a line and do the medicine. The audience just tend to be standing there, and just one or two people maybe they suddenly flip out and rush forward <laughs> and start yeah. leaping up and down, you know. Yeah. Freak out, I think. <laughs> it's probably the word it's word that, you know, it's an excellent thing, because this is what dancing is. This is really what dancing is.
That's Pink Floyd featuring Sid Barrett on vocals and lead guitar. Take up thy stethoscope and walk. That's actually uh, the first song ever written by Roger Waters. That's off the Pink Floyd's first record, The Piper at the Gates of Dawn. You also heard Lucifer Salmon there. Here's where things start to go a little tragic through late 1967 and early 68. Barrett's behavior became increasingly erratic and unpredictable, and this was partly as a consequence of his uh, reported heavy use of psychedelic drugs, most prominently LSD. And there's also speculation among those closest to Barrett that he suffered from schizophrenia. Um, He was showing many symptoms of of that condition, Um, and although the changes began gradually, he did go missing for a long weekend, and according according to his friends, he came back a completely different person. And one of the striking features of his change was the development of a blank, empty, dead-eyed stare. Like black holes in the sky, people. And uh, there are many reports describing him on stage on occasion, strumming one chord through the entire concert or not playing at all. Uh, situations where he seemed coherent and ready to go, then they get on stage and nothing. So we're going to hear one. He did contribute one song onto Pink Floyd's 1968 sophomore release. And that is uh, called A Saucer Full of Secrets. Uh, David Gilmore, a guitarist uh, of the local scene and a friend of the band, was transitioned in as the uh, eventual replacement for Barrett. And we're going to hear a word from uh, Gilmore, and then we'll hear the, uh, the one song from A Saucer Full of Secrets featuring Barrett, Jug Band Blues. I'm Creepy Steve. This is Radio Free Nashville. You're in Ghost Town. How was he on stage with you in those, those few gigs? <clears throat> well, he was—he was not. Uh, he, on occasions, he seemed uh, quite happy. I don't think he. It's very hard to tell. And, you know, he, he, communication with him was so difficult, and, and everything you said to him, sort of seemed to be on one level, one plane of existence. And his replies sort of came back from a different plane of his existence. And it's very hard to know what he was thinking. He certainly didn't show any upset at the thought of being pushed out. I and mean, we've got a little bit of film of him somewhere um, in a dressing room um, at that time, in one of those first five gigs, I can't remember, Western Supermare or something like that, and he's tap dancing, you know, he's sort of dancing around on, with, with one or two of the others, like, and seems perfectly jolly. And yet you go on stage and not play. Yeah. It's awfully considerate of you to think of me here And I'm most obliged to you for making it clear that I'm not here And I never knew the moon could be so big And I never knew the moon could be so blue And I'm grateful
Doug Band Blues, that's Pink Floyd off the sophomore release. A Saucer Full of Secrets came out in 68. Uh, Sid Barrett did leave the band. He was uh, The band has described as they really stopped picking him up. I think they did not pick him up for a particular gig, and that was it. It fizzled. However, Barrett moved on to uh, solo creativity efforts and uh, released a solo album in uh, 1969 called The Madcap Laughs. And actually, members of Pink Floyd helped him produce and uh, record this album, uh, most uh, dominantly David Gilmour. How about that? And uh, here's a single off a... Well, not a single. Here's a song I'm pulling off of The Madcap Laughs. This is Terrapin. From this point on, Sid Barrett solo style. You're in Ghost Town. I really love you And I mean you the star above you, crystal blue. Well, oh, baby, my hair's on and about you. Okay. I wouldn't see you, and I love to. I fly above you. Yes, I do Well, oh, baby, my hair's on and about you Floating, bumping, noses, dodge your tooth, the fins are
David Gilmore on Sid Barrett. As, as soon as he had left Pink Floyd or been ousted from Pink Floyd, whatever you want to call it, um, he became surrounded by this sort of coterie of rather unpleasant hangers-on, as opposed to the friends he had had previously. There were a lot of people who wanted to be imbued with the magic and the charisma that uh, Sid had and uh, had had and seemed to still have for them and they thought that by providing him with more drugs of every different type that um, they would become his friends and that seemed to be what was happening in the period that Sid lived um, in Earlscourt Square. Uh, it was a period, of, yeah, as you say, you know, Mandrax was definitely around quite substantially and uh, was uh, was one of the... I, I, he was seemed to me to be on something like Mandrax during most of the sessions for, um, for the Madcap Laughs album. You would hold your head out high you even try You would hold another hand Oh, understand They even see me under cold We under all, we awful, awful crawl To hear my heart 
Don't see me cry Just searching you even try I can make you smile If it's there will you go there too When I live I die They even see me under cold We under all, we awful, awful crawl Because of you To see me be
Ice cream, excuse me, I seen you looking good the other evening Little creepy, we shine so sleepy, so whoopee, that's how you look. Honey, love you, honey, little honey, funny, sunny morning, love you more funny, love in the skyline, baby. Ice cream, excuse me, I seen you looking good the other evening. Rick Wright reflecting back on when Sid Barrett joined Pink Floyd. Sid was a huge fan of Bo Diddley. Um, huge fan. I mean, he loved Bo Diddley. And that's how he started off. I mean, we did... Is King Bee a Bo Diddley song? Yeah. Yeah. And we do R&B and some Bo Diddleys and uh, attempting the blues and... Uh, it's when Sid started writing, and I don't know exactly again when he first wrote his first songs for the band. And I'm not even sure whether he had songs already written before he met us. But that changed everything. Definitely. Because, um, of course, we were all totally knocked out with what he was coming up with. Yeah. And to be honest, you know, we the Floyd would not have made another um, blue, great blues band in the band. And Sid was definitely a star, and he did like it, actually. I think Sid really enjoyed that part of the whole, the fame thing. And uh, I think the rest were sort of more uncomfortable with it. I think Sid actually liked it. It's no good trying to place your hand where I can't see because I understand that you're different from me Yes, I can tell that you can't be what you pretend And you're rocking backwards and you're rocking towards the red and yellow mane of a stallion
WRFNLP Pasquo wrapping up there with some Sid Barrett for you. No good trying off the Madcap Lass 1969 solo release by the man. You've heard a few tracks from that album also in there. Love You, No Man's Land, and Kicking It Off was Terrapin with some words from uh, David Gilmore and Rick Wright of the Pink Floyd in between there. Comment, comment, commenting on their friend and his talents. Uh, the uh, the initial solo album by Sid Barrett, The Madcap Laughs, was recorded at EMI Studios in 1969. It was produced by Malcolm Jones. And uh, Barrett brought in some friends to help out with the drumming. Uh, Humble Pie drummer Jerry Shirley. And then Gilmore's former band, Joker's Wild drummer, Willie Wilson. And for the sessions, Gilmore played bass. And uh, all of those guys have have expressed it was very difficult trying to play along with Sid. It wasn't so much about organization. It was just about seeing what he was trying to do and follow him through the process. Excuse me. And uh, apparently that was very difficult. The man didn't play any one song the the same way on any take. Did that make sense? I think so. You got me. Moving along, I've got one more for you. I've got three more for you off the Madcap Laugh still. And another word from David Gilmore after this next song. This is Long Gone. You're in Ghost Town, Radio Free Nashville. I'm Creepy Steve. She was long gone, long, long gone. She was gone, gone. The bigger they come, the larger her hand tells me. So long she'd been gone I stood very still By the windowsill And I wondered for those I loved still I cried in my mind Where I stand behind The beauty of those in her eyes She was long gone Long The larger her hand Tell no one understand Why for so long she'd been gone And I borrowed a page From a leopard's cage And I prowled in the evening sun's blaze Her head lifted high To the light in the sky The opening dawn Right in my mind, where I stand behind 
David Gilmore talks about Sid Barrett's Madcap Laughs album. We had so little time to do it, and um, half the days we had in the studio, we were doing other things. We had gigs those nights, and we'd have to shoot off at five in the afternoon and jump in a van and trundle off up the M1. Um, it was just, you know, trying to get anything down at all. It was a sort of desperation thing. Did he, did he walk in with his plan for the day? No, no, no. I mean, I'd, I'd usually go and pick him up um, around the corner at his place and we'd go off down there together. And um, we would either sit him down in front of a mic and just try and get him to, to do something um, just as a, to hear the things. Um, some, we'd done a little bit of research, sort of listening to stuff at home, getting him to sing songs at home. But mostly it was all just done there and then in the studio and um, so that there were songs that he had in his head already uh, he had them written down on paper had the words written down on paper for some of them but not all of them but he he wouldn't do them the same twice you know that he'd, he'd do take one it'd be one version take two would be a different tempo different time signature the words would change uh, obviously making it impossible for one to really rehearse it with musicians and then perform it together. That, that didn't work. And, uh, and putting musicians on something as loose as these recordings would be afterwards is, was almost impossible. in the woods. 
When I woke up today and you weren't there to play, then I wanted to be with you. When you showed me your eyes, whispered low of the skies, then I wanted to stay with you. Inside me I feel alone and unreal, and the way you kiss will always be a very special thing to me. When I lay still at night, seeing stars high in light, then I wanted to be with you. When the rooftops shone dark, all alone saw a spark, spark of life just to stay with you. Inside me I feel alone and unreal, and the way you kiss will always be a very special thing to me. Your name, turn around on a chain, then the sky opens out for you. When we grew very tall, when I saw you so small, then I wanted to stay with you. Inside me, I feel alone and unreal, and the way you kiss will always be. David Bowie shares words on Sid Barrett. I was passionately in love with the writing of Sid uh, Barrett from Pink Floyd. Um, there was something slightly not quite with us about Sid that really appealed to me strongly. There was a Peter Pan quality about him. Dolly Rocker. It's called Dolly Rocker. Sort of old make of dress. Well, months old, you know, that sort of thing.
According to Sid Barrett, that's the man right there off of his uh, compilation, Opal, released in 1988. And uh, these were from sessions recorded between 1968 and 1970. Likely didn't make the cut for the Madcap Laughs or his follow-up self-titled Barrett album. Um, From the Madcap Laughs, you also heard Late Night, Octopus, and Kicked It Off, Long Gone. With some words from David Gilmore and David Bowie in there on Sid Barrett. I've got one more for you off of Opal. This is Birdie Hop. You're in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. Birdie Hop, he do, he hop along. A lonely bird upon a window there. He, he, there he blow. A windy snow, he knew the snow. I know the snow. A hoppy bird, the antelope ride around the parasol Just to see if he's a man enough to meet you in the sandpit On a flying kind of sighing in a meddlesome bay You know the way, I see the flies She's a little kite, the sort you think you might Light a fire and like a kite You get to see her every night You know the way She's only paving her way Hector Crumb Plain I see the flies Birdie hoppy do he hop along A lonely bird upon a window there he, he, there he blow The windy snow, he know the snow A hobby bird, a camel woke up To a Polish dawn, woke 
wouldn't look to see his feet had gone He wouldn't like it Wouldn't have the strength to fight it I see the flies I'm the only bird, a little third I lost a quarter, had a yearning to be earning Just a dollar a day And in a way you shouldn't like it Ectochrome plane I see the flies Nick Mason recalls Sid Barrett joining the Floyd. It is part of that sort of whole rock and roll thing. It's it's actually not about being a brilliant musician. It's about being having some new ideas. And I think Sid just played guitar in a slightly different way and took a slightly different view of how to do things. Um, there's something to be said. When I look back on, say, Bob Close, who's just a great guitar player, would have probably stayed in a in a more conservative groove if if would actually stuck if Bob had stayed in the band.
sun going down when the earth streams in in the morning send a cage through the post make your name like a ghost Sid Barrett, that's Wind and Dined from the sophomore release, Barrett. And before that, you heard Baby Lemonade, also from that album. 
Birdie Hop kicked it off from the compilation Opal. But let's go into Barrett here, the second album from Sid Barrett, originally of the Pink Floyd, replaced by David Gilmore. On to different things. Um, this one was recorded more sporadically than the first. Uh, sessions took place between February and July of 1970. Uh, this album was actually produced by David Gilmore and featured him on bass guitar. Um, also, Richard Wright helped out with keys and, again, Humble Pie's drummer Jerry Shirley in there on some tracks as well. I've got another one for you here. After a word from Roger Waters on the man, Sid Barrett, I'm, I'm <laughs> Hey, who am I? Who are you? I'm Creepy Steve. This is Ghost Town. If uh, I didn't play your favorite song off of Piper at the Gates of Dawn, I'm so sorry. I had to move on. He's got so much solo stuff I want to crank out here. And I'm only uh, in here until the top of the hour. Make sure you stay tuned, though. Matt the Prod Man bringing you RFN Weekend. All right, going to keep it going in Ghost Town. Here's Roger Waters and then some more Sid Barrett for you. I think he was quite innovative, you know. and I mean, you could say his attachment to... Kenneth Graham and Hillel Belloc and all of that, all of those kind of influences was quite radical for them because you didn't expect that kind of literary middle-class stuff to surface in rock and roll. And, um, and, and you know, in, in the same way that later on his interest in Eastern mysticism and uh, in general and the I Ching in particular, which produced a song like Chapter 24, uh, you know, to, to 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 start playing around with with those kind of ideas was quite radical. Um, he was also um, he he kind of soaked up musical ideas really from other people. You know, he was a great copycat. Sit in terms of music, he would listen to American uh, the more avant-garde end of the American popular music. At the time.
Wolfpack. Sid Barrett off of his album Barrett. I don't think I finished my thought earlier. If I didn't play a track that you prefer off of Pink Floyd's first record, Piper at the Gates of Dawn, shoot me a text at the station and I'll be happy to consider doing so next week during my program. Uh, you can reach Creepy Steve, that's me, directly at the station's texting number 615-835-3224. Again, 615-835-3224. One more time, 615-835-3224. Shoot me a text, let me know what I didn't play and how upset you are, and I will do my best to accommodate you next week. You're in Ghost Town. More Sid Barrett for you. This is Radio Free Nashville. Waving my arms in the air. My love got no care. No care. No, no. Pressing my feet to the ground. Stand up right where you stand. Call to you. And what do you?
what's meant to be. David Gilmore on the Barrett Sessions. Was there a distinction between the Madcap Sessions and the Barrett Sessions? Or were they... We had more time in the Barrett Sessions. Um, I think we were more able to give it a little bit of polish, but even so, we still had the same problems, and I don't think the remaining songs were quite as good um, as many of them. Um, it, it came out with more polish. Sid was more pleased with it than he was with the Madcap Laughs. You must have um, t t t thought long and hard before plunging into Barrett after the Madcap Laughs. I don't think so. I don't think I thought... I, th I thought we'd just crack on and do it. Roger didn't want to do it. And uh, Rick came in to help out on that one. Um, and I just got in some of my friends and people to help out at, at, at any point where it seemed appropriate. I, it's a long time ago. It's, it's, it's hard to remember. I think possibly on, on, on the Barrett one, he didn't seem to be physically on the day on Mandrax or anything like that as much as he had on, on the Madcap Laughs, but it seemed like the psychosis uh, was as ingrained, embedded in him as, 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 as ever, and felt more permanent. Get Moxie, very smelly, table, table, 
That's Sid Barrett. Gigolo Ant was the track off of the sophomore release, Barrett. Also in there, Rats, I Never Lied to You, Waving My Arms in the Air, and Wolfpack kicked off the set. And uh, jumping forward a little bit in time, 1975, the band Pink Floyd is in the studio doing a session uh, for the song Shine On You Crazy Diamond, and that was on the, uh, the album Wish You Were Here. Uh, Roger Waters wrote that song for Sid Barrett, and coincidentally enough... The legend goes that Sid Barrett popped in the studio unannounced and hung out while they were recording the song that they wrote for the guy. And uh, the guys didn't uh, recognize him at first. Here's Roger Waters on that topic. You know, there is a... Um, uh, schizophrenia is, is uh, used to describe a, a, a loose um, kind of amalgamation of symptoms, of which many Sid had. He, you know, he heard voices and he had trouble... Um, keeping a grip on the reality of his situation. And on top of that, he did take, you know, too many hallucinogenics. Uh, I think if you were in the, uh, the position of being an incipient schizophrenic like he was, any hallucinogenics were a very bad thing. So, um, yeah, it was, it was very sad. And, and he sort of drifted away from the reality of, of the rest of our lives. And the story is true, if you've heard the story that I had no idea who this person was, and this was my closest childhood friend. He, yeah. he, he'd put on about 100 pounds in weight. I was completely, uh, just didn't recognize him. I think David eventually said to me, you, you don't get it, do you? And I went, get what? And I looked over him, oh my goodness. And I suddenly realized who it was. That's and we were recording the song that I wrote for Sid at the time in the studio. So it was a strange, strange moment. It's an idea song. In my tears, my dreams Don't you want to see her proof Life that comes of no harm You and I, you and I and dominoes They go Wasting time on dominoes A day so dark, so warm Life that comes Fields in an echo for your 
her brood Life that comes of no harm You and I in dominoes The day goes by Barrett, that's Domino's off the album, Barrett. Sadly, Barrett passed away in his hometown of Cambridge on July 7th, 2006. At the age of 60, the cause was pancreatic cancer. But the legend is far from death. And I've got one more for you. I'm glad I have time. Matt the Proud Man's in the house. Stay tuned for RFN Weekend. This is Radio Free Nashville. Here's Pink Floyd, Back to the Boys off the first record. Piper at the Gates of Dawn, it's Bike. I'm Creepy Steve. Peace and out. Check back with me next week. Enjoy. Yeah.